Thought Bubble Audio. Look, up in the sky! You will never find the more wretched hive of scum and villainy. Welcome to Beer with Geeks with Tim and Frank. Who are you? I'm Batman. I am Iron Man. Your friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. Hi, Christopher. I'm Nero. My name is Inigo Montoya. You're a wizard, Harry. A couple of guys with a couple of beers and a whole lot of pop culture nostalgia. Make it so, number one. Ladies and gentlemen, the Beatles. Name the dog in the ant. Life finds a way. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. Now sit back and crack open a cold one. Because it's time for Beer with Geeks. It comes in pints? Shaken, not stirred. Great Scott! I was way off. I knew it started with an S, though. Hi, and welcome to Beer with Geeks, where two geeks geek out with beer. I'm Tim, and with me, as always, is my man who will always talk about Star Wars. It's Frank. How are you today? Name a time, name a place. I'll be there to talk about Star Wars. Let's do it. A time, whatever time people are listening to this. A place, their ears. Star Wars. We're Great. doing it. Great. Great. Frank, before we talk about Star Wars, as is our as is the love of our lives, besides, you know, our families and stuff, uh, what are you drinking today? I'm drinking an Oktoberfest uh, from Smutty Nose Brewing Company here in New Hampshire. Um, I, I wish I had known you were doing an Oktoberfest. I looked at my beer and I said, maybe, maybe not Oktoberfest this time. That looks good, though. Is there a seal on it? Yeah, yes, that is their that's their logo. Smutty Nose's logo right. is a is a seal. Yeah. So cute. Yeah. So you know, your Marzen German style lager. Classic. Can't, can't Very go wrong. Good. Very good. Nice I'm drinking, what do you got? I am drinking something new for me today. This is from the Abita Brewing Company. Mm. Um in Abita Springs, Louisiana. Is it their ale? It is the, there's their pecan ale Ooh. or pecan, pecan, pecan. Um, uh, yeah, for, uh, brewed with Louisiana pecans, pecan ales made with real Louisiana roasted pecans, a subtle nutty flavor and aroma is brewed with pale Munich biscuit and caramel malt with a Willamette, hop, Willamette hops, the roasted pecans, pecans are added in the brew house, crack one open and joy nuts enjoy nuts that's um mm-hmm. that sounds amazing it does sound amazing i am allergic to pecan so i hope this goes okay oh no, was, no I'm not. That, that, okay <laughs> <laughs> i was like whoa hey wait a second let's uh oh, they're real oh i like to live dangerously <laughs> i like to live with an EpiPen around every corner <laughs> um no, uh, no, uh, my daughter's allergic to nuts, so I had to, this is a, a special, like, I can only drink this when I know I won't be seeing her right. for a little she's, while. She's, she's that, in bed for the night. Not that she's grabbing the beer bottle and putting it to her mouth sure, anyway, but, but you, you know, you give her a kiss or something like, yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. You don't want any, any of that transferring over. So, uh, but you know, I was so interested in making a joke that I forgot to taste my first taste. <laughs> Classic dad move. Yeah. Oh, it's good. It's very smooth. Um, I wouldn't call it for all its talk of hops and malts. It's not very hoppy. Um, I'd say it like almost borders more on the malt than the hop. Mm-hmm. Mm, very smooth. Feels dark without being heavy. Oh, okay. Yeah, like like not heavy at all. This is delicious. How I'm much? Really uh, 
pecan flavor. I don't know how I, I know I am now I'm so influenced by pecan pecan that I'm like, how do I normally say it? Right. Camera. Am I saying that weird? Yeah. Camera? <laughs> pecan pie. Yeah. Pecan pie. I'll have some pecans, but I want to no. I'll have some pecans, but I want a pecan pie. Pecan yeah. I feel pie. like, no. I feel like you're from the part of Massachusetts where you have to say pecan pie. No, but I don't think I do though. I think I say I think I say pecan pie. Huh. But that sounds dumb. So maybe I do say pecan. This sounds weird, but like I picture your mom saying pecan. Yeah, that's yeah. Would that be right? Yeah. Like she's, that would, she's I the, think that would be right. The sort of yeah. you know Kennedy's yeah. uh accent. My mom or... my mom was saying niche while everyone was saying niche. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You okay. know, like so yeah. Um and so she's just ahead of the curve that way. Yeah, yeah. Pecan. Yeah, I'm gonna say pecan. I think you say Caribbean or Caribbean. I say Caribbean. It, it's the Caribbean, but it's the Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah, that's right. That's exactly right. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So I say I Caribbean, like, but except except with Pirates of the Caribbean. Yes. Right, because Pirates of the Caribbean is not like a great title. No. Pirates of the Caribbean. That is... sounds like a documentary. <laughs> Pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> this documentary will discover yeah. which pirates roamed the saucy seas like yeah right the what the saucy seas the saucy sea i want to say saucy seas but like the seven or like sorcery Sor- Sor- sorceries the sorceries sea. and every pat around every corner frank is all <laughs> I, I, my tongue is already swelling my tongue is my tongue is swollen um uh no, it's not true. Oh, wait, that's, that's the wrong it. star franchise. So, well, yes, that was a great transition. Um, so, uh, Frank, I want to talk to us about Star Wars today. Um, specifically, like I've been watching, I've been watching, or I've been dabbing into different aspects of Star Wars with my daughter, who's two. You know, so like we have some like little Star Wars books for kids, and like there's the Young Jedi Adventures on Disney plus mm-hmm. and whatever, but she's like, she's like, yeah, all those are fine. But like, we have this graphic novel adaptation of the original trilogy. And that is like her go-to like piece of literature. Um, you know, yeah, I do the voices. Like she do the voices. Like last night, my wife was reading it. I was taking a shower and I like come in and, and I hear my daughter go, no, mommy, don't do the voices. Daddy does the voices. <laughs> like, she's like, you're not doing them right. Get out of here. Um, so, so it's been really fun. But because I've been watching and reading Star Wars in like these like really small segments, I'm like, I, I almost feel like that. Um, that minute by minute podcast. Oh, sure, yeah. You know, like, you know, like here's a minute of Star Wars. Now just talk about that one minute because that's basically what I'm doing. Mm. Like I'm reading, like I'm reading like Luke on the Tauntaun thirty times, mm-hmm. you know. So I'm really starting to think about like the biology of Tauntauns, nice, or you know, like whatever, whatever it is. So anyway, I just want to talk about some of the things that I've noticed, uh, either through the lens of a two year old, or, um, or just my own like ramblings i guess what i've noticed but the, what prompted me to do this in the first one so we're very into return the beginning of return of the jedi right now okay job you know job of the hut the mm-hmm. uh, rancor in certain parts not scary apparently 
just like she's just like nope big monsters are cool and i'm like okay I'm yeah like, I, I was like surprised pleasantly surprised to hear that that she didn't find like the monsters scary and that kind of stuff like or that's... even job of the hut which is like so like through the lens of the two i'm like watching this i'm like java's palace is creepy mm. like there's a lot of dark corners there's a weird slug on the wall that's like his tongue is sticking out trying to lick c3po at one point like while he's like you know you'll be taken to the dune sea and cost of the pit of cocoon and all that and it's all like, and this is giant slug trying to lick his head yes, the whole time. Yes. <laughs> Stuff I've never noticed. Um, and, but I'm watching this and like Princess Leia in the golden bikini and, and like the pit of carcoon. And I'm like, this is George Lucas's John Carter of Mars. Absolutely. And I've, never, I've never really noticed that until that moment because like, we know there's like tons of like there's a there's Dune in there and there's a Kurosawa and yes, westerns sure. and like uh, you know um, Flash Gordon, but I've never really stopped to think about John Carter of Mars, you know, right? And and any of those influences, but it's totally the first thirty minutes of Return of the Jedi. Yeah, like even the way that like Jabba's skiff is designed hmm. and like with sails and like because it's just pirates, which is like what it is so like i was watching like luke swashbuckle his way around jabba's barges and i'm like this is just pirates so much in that they're just like swinging from ship to ship and they're like blowing things up like take the cannon point it at itself blow the thing up and now we swing back on our own boat and i was just i didn't really like the first 30 minutes of return of the jedi when i was a kid so like and now like watching this again i'm like this is great because I understand the indirect intertextuality of it. Like clearly these are like Star Wars. We've talked about this before. Like Star Wars is a pastiche. It's just made up of a bunch of different things. Sure. And so, but here's one that I've never really given any thought to because I've never spent, I've never really wanted to spend time in Jabba's palace or, or this thing. Yeah. You know, and it's obviously other things, right? Like Jabba's palace looks like something from Kurosawa. You know, and then like you have, you know, the long road with R2D2 and C3PO. But sure. um to be in um to be in there kind of watching it that way, I was like, Oh, I love a good swashbuckling adventure. It even made me feel a little better about the way Luke just like randomly swings his lightsaber around because it's because <laughs> in some ways it's even more like Captain Blood than mm. um than anything than anything else. I just like really enjoyed that part of it but then also like looking at princess leia in the gold bikini um like this was like why this was a choice leia traditionally in all of the movies is like head to toe covered yes very covered there's nothing revealing about any outfit that she's wearing at all mm -hmm. it is neck down and so all of a sudden now she's basically wearing underwear she's wearing a bikini and so what what was the purpose of that aside from let's put Carrie in a gold bikini, which doesn't really make sense on its own. It feels it. weird until I clicked that it's John Carter of Mars. She's oh. Deja. Even though the, the look of the bikini yeah. is like, is that like, is like a funnily enough, a more covered up version <laughs> of what is of what is in John Connor of Mars, like the like the between the swirls and the color palette and all that. And it's like, ah, I get what he was doing now. And it, it 
it wasn't like it wasn't sexploitation the, the you know like the same like the way that i maybe would have thought it was it was still his version of a homage to a thing mm. that he enjoyed but it came at the expense of leia so it's still gross don't get me right wrong. yeah like, no agree way that but it's interesting to understand the origin of it because i i did i would not have connected that yeah um, like i, said, it I agree it's still gross time, but but it is interesting it's still interesting to learn where maybe that came from I mean, like, because it's supposed to be gross. So you're not supposed to agree with Java's decision. Of you're course. used to Princess Leia the being. It's something the bad guy did. Yeah. Um. Uh, right. It's a, exactly. It's something the bad guy did. You know. But I guess as like, you can still. It's still the male gaze. Exactly. Like, at, like it doesn't matter as what the bad guy does. It's still on screen. That's right. So exactly. you know, you know, for a good chunk of time, because even like when she goes to rescue Han. She's covered from head to toe. Yeah. Everything's always covered. Yeah. I think the most she's not in comparison is her like formal wear at the end of a new hope. Like that's yeah. it. Yeah. Like, and everything else is head, yeah, like so, head to toe. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, what do you like? What were your thoughts on Jabba's palace when, as you were a kid or anything Same, like that? Very similar. Like I found that first, you know, half hour, pretty slow moving up until the sail barge uh fight uh but like i found it slow and a little bit a little bit slow moving like as a kid you know you're kind of like okay what's this this is boring why is it so slow why isn't stuff happening um and i i i've appreciated it as a um as a blend of of all the things that we were just talking about of the westerns and kurosawa and um so many other things and, and lots of old sci-fi and pulp uh, stuff, but I I never really honed in on this specifically the John Carter of it all. I I um really once you look at it through lens that through that lens, it a lot of the pieces start to fall together really nicely. Yeah, I mean even like the Jabba's sail barge looks like a pirate ship, yeah. right? Yeah, you know, like because it it has like the you know the you know, the sails, right? Mm -hmm. The the metal sails and whatever else. But that's kind of how the ships in John Carter are also described. So like it's like this Captain Blood, but also John Carter. Yeah. And like, yeah. And I just feel like that's actually what's missing from Star Wars. Like it has like maybe not some of the TV stuff, but like certainly in the sequels, it feels a little bit like we're making it look like star wars and not making it and like not pulling from the very things yes. that were the influence in the first place and so it just like in just becomes inferior copies of itself it's just self-referential instead of pulling in as many new uh, other things as it as it as other properties other star wars properties do yeah right um, i think that's and, right and, i think that's fair yeah because i think that's like going to ahsoka which we've already talked about on this show but like at the end, there's spoilers for Ahsoka, but there's the Mortis gods statues, right? Which is more Lord of the Rings than sure. than anything. Right? Um, and but those are like Filoni's influences. Mm -hmm. So he's doing what George did and said, well, these are the things that I grew up on that are influencing my version ish of Star Wars and then therefore becoming still star wars but also unique in its you know in in its new delivery of things not yeah. just copying 
what somebody and so then now what feels authentic right and i guess that's what i was kind of entranced with within um um uh java's palace the mm-hmm. these like past couple times because i'm like it feels authentic to george like these are the things that i liked sure you know? yeah like monsters, so like ray harry housing movies and because that's what like so it's like kurosawa and also mobster but also here's a ray harry housing monster right and also john carter of mars and like so <laughs> on and so on and so forth because like in some ways like luke versus the rancor is john carter versus the big white gorilla thing on yeah you know on cartoon cartoon um now i can't remember the name of what they call mars in john carter of mars cartoon 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 something carcoon pit of carcoon pit of uh pit of carcoon it could be pit of carcoon now that you say that well no the pit of carcoon is what the uh Oh, you know, you're right. But that's like also that sound, that carcoon yeah, sound. Yeah. So John Carter. It, that's true. Same, it is. In, at the same time. So, yeah, I just, um, what, what, what you said, like, I found it, I found it boring. You found it boring when we were kids. When we were kids, yeah. And my two-year-old who's like, this is not boring. I told you, like, before we started recording that, like, we watched, skipping some bits, like the death of Jabba and whatever. Like, I don't need you to see, like. Jabba get choked out by Leia, sure. or, yeah, yeah, or a Gamorrean guard getting eaten by the Rancor. We can skip around, but otherwise, it's it's pretty harmless. And but like at the end, she like turned to me almost with tears in her eyes, and she was like, "Again, <laughs> that's like, amazing. Like that was the greatest thing I've ever seen." <laughs> like rewind that clock that's right now. So cool. It's incredible. It's amazing that like you're like I like this thing and you like this thing. Yeah, I'm appreciating this thing. Like in my own way, I don't be like, Weez, did you recognize that Princess Leia's outfit is a homage <laughs> yeah, to yeah. Doris, the Princess of Mars? Like, like, no. Uh, <laughs> but it's just giving me time, like it's giving me the lens of like appreciating it in a way that I never have before for myself as an adult. Yeah. But also your excitement of like, like she's not looking at Luke's Jedi form and being like, do you even know how to use that? Like, <laughs> right. You're just like wildly swinging. Did you, like, just, did you even kick that guy in the face or did you just kick air? What, what you, 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 what is happening? Um, did you know in the new point of view book, the return of the Jedi one, they actually like that guy that gets kicked is one of the points. <laughs> That's of view. Awesome. <laughs> and it like has a thing about him, like Luke using the force, like through his, Oh, nice. To, like push him off. Like, why do you have to use your hands? It doesn't matter. Very nice. Vader's hands are metal. Vader's hands are robots. Like, you don't actually get, like, who cares what part of body you use? Sure. (laughs) So, um, so yeah. So in canon, like technically those are canon. So in canon, Luke uses the force through his foot. That's amazing. Um, I love that someone bothered to like try to sort of retcon that. (laughs) That's the best part about Star Wars. It's just like, we could fit this. We could make this work. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah. yeah, it's been really, it's been re- that all of that's been uh, really fun. Also, the emperor is terrifying. Just oh, like, yeah. Wow. See, that would be real scary, I think. Yeah. The emperor's yeah. really scary. Yeah. On paper, yeah. on screen, whatever. Like anytime you go, she says, she goes, no, no, which is wild to me that she's like, the rancor is cool. Yeah. Or wow. The wampa is cool. 
or whatever. But like, because she like force, she likes Forces of Destiny. She likes a couple episodes of that. So okay. like, well, yep. like, there's an episode of Chewie getting trapped by a Wampa in Hoth. Uh -huh. You know, like, and Leia and R two go to rescue him. It's like two or three minutes long. Yeah, yeah. And then, like, and it's all like just the lead up to the deleted scene of some stormtroopers like stumbling upon like this Wampa trapped in a room. It's wonderful. <laughs> like, she like likes that episode. And like it's not scary or anything to her, but like, but the emperor is scary. That's like, so interesting. The, the drooly rancor is not scary. Huh? This big clawed beast that like picks Luke up and he sticks a bone in its mouth. Like she, all of that, she's like, Luke sticks a bone in its mouth. I'm like, sure it does. And he goes, Mommy loves the rancor. <laughs> like that's like, her. <laughs> like she sure does. You know, <laughs> the rancor trapped in the door. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. Yep. Luke definitely did not sever nope. the Rancor spinal column. Definitely column not. Nope. Definitely not. Um, Don't worry about that. But, anyway, no. uh, so now let's move on to the T-Rex in Jurassic Park. Right. Well, you know, <laughs> you, gotta, you know, when there's no context, it's easy to give them context. That's not, I feel like it's not lying. The Rancor is trapped in the door. It's true. It doesn't have to know the Rancor died. Like sure. It's trapped. trapped. It's trapped in the door. Yes. And now that man but is yet, crying, but don't worry about it. That man is crying because the rancor is trapped, and he loves the rancor. Yes, exactly. No, it all makes sense. Like, yeah. like it's not like he's it's sad just for a, his friend, the rancor. Yeah, he's sad for his friend, the rancor. I said, rancors make best friends with the person that raises them. She goes, mm -hmm. and I said, my actual example of this, I kid you not, it was like rancors make best friends with the person that raises them. Like when Mister Hammond, um, like is there to hatch the Velociraptor in Jurassic Park. Remember, <laughs> he says he always wants to be there. She's like, mm -hmm, yep, that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> like that's incredible it's that is like the most amazing that is the most your family thing that i have ever heard it's so funny because then she'll just immediately go and she's like okay watch cinderella ride the horsey and moving on no problem she's got like a unicorn she's like luke loves to ride the unicorn i'm like i bet he would sure he you does you can do what Luke does, what he does. Yeah. It's so, so interesting. Truly wonderful, the mind of a child is. Truly so wonderful. Yeah. So it's just really to, to see what attaches is, is really, is really interesting, particularly just in Star Wars, because like, in other words, jaded as viewers, but like, she doesn't have any Star Wars history or politics or right. you know corporations whatever she's just like unadulterated fun yeah and to her the original trilogy is supreme like i'll be <sighs> like she's just now like because of forces of destiny because she like likes yoda so i was like oh this episode has yoda in it let's try this one and it's anakin and ahsoka and yoda mm -hmm. so now she's like anakin uh -huh. ahsoka like yes good good good, good. So she was like i have a video of her like wandering around with my like luke lightsaber but mm -hmm. like not like the one that like lights up the whole way i bought a star years ago i bought the star wars vr game yeah and for like an open box version that doesn't work because oh. it was like it was like 70 percent off oh my because gosh. a really good prop version of luke's lightsaber nice of like anakin lightsaber so i was like great now i have it and right I didn't any money for it so she's like wandering around with it going vroom, vroom, and she's got a like ahsoka in her other hand and she's just like spinning and wandering around uh, like, i like ahsoka like good good, good. that's awesome mm -hmm. 
Yeah. So Forces of Destiny. I had forgotten about Forces of Destiny. I gotta I gotta I have to show that to my, my daughter. We have done the um Young Jedi Adventures a little bit. Did you you mentioned that you Yep mm-hmm. you watched that too? Yeah. Did, is she into that? Yes and no. It depends on the episode. Yeah. And like she like really likes nibs. Yeah, yeah. And uh, like, but like anything else that's happening, she's like, nah, I don't really care. And it, truthfully, that's how I feel too. Yeah, same. <laughs> <laughs> It's okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, obviously, Frank, it's not meant for our age group. Uh, right? yes. yes. Imagination. But it's in it's made in the same vein as Spidey and his amazing friends. Yeah, that's right. Yes. Which I am more entertained by. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And maybe it's just because I know the characters, so I enjoy like Rhino and his Brooklyn accent sure. or whatever. But um yeah, I think it's because Forces of Destiny is like really fat. It's like three four minutes and yes. then you're out yep um and it's just i i don't know if young jedi Avengers because it's like a weird continuing story mm-hmm. like similar like show up over and over and over again and it's just like too much world building or information like it's like bothering to explain things in the first episode and yeah i don't know yeah i yeah. think they do try to do too much of that and it's hard to it's hard to keep it probably as light as they're trying to for that age group um, but I agree. Spidey yeah. and his amazing friends pulls it off better. It does, and I don't. Re- I mean, there's discernibly no real difference between you know they both yeah. have they amazing things each of them, and it's fantastic worlds. But I mean, at least Spidey doesn't need to like explain we're going to a different planet. Or yeah, whatever. right, they're, right. Like, yeah, in the neighborhood, they're in the park, like right. whatever. Yeah, yeah. It's just easier to absorb that way. But I'm not really sure. Yeah. Um, but anyway, those were my, those were my, um, those are my takeaways from watching Star Wars. I love that. I, I love this whole idea of looking at Star Wars or any of these things that we love, you know, through the eyes of a two-year-old and then a five-year-old and then a seven-year-old, like watching how this stuff, um, stays with them. Uh, mm-hmm. and and how they interact with it at different points throughout their you know their growing up um and and then as new stuff comes out too that gets added into the fold but but also how they you know the order that they're discovering the original trilogy and then something from the clone wars era and then something from the um you know return of the jedi era era and then some you know like just sort of all over the timeline but it doesn't really matter. Like to the kids, oh. it doesn't really matter. Like they don't need to know that. Like, well, this is twenty years before the Battle of Yavin. Like, that doesn't matter. That is like, is it fun? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, cool. Right, I yeah. get, I get. You know, laser swords and robes and uh, big talking hairy dogs and like, okay, cool. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm down with that. Um, right. Yeah. Like she was like we we're watching like Jabba tell Han and Luke and. Chewie that he, they were going to like go to the Sarlacc pit and whatever and like she's just kind of watching it goes oh, Chewie's next to Luke like that's it that's all you need like it's yeah, exactly. all she, like, you know like yep there he is yep. isn't it great yeah he's on screen um so what I've enjoying is because like the graphic novel skips some stuff obviously sure and I don't show her the movie from start to finish her attention span isn't that long right so it's like, what part do you want to watch? The Tauntaun. Okay, so we're going to watch Luke and the Tauntaun, you know, and that's just, you know, or we'll watch the next bit or after that. But then like seeing the, like, like a new piece 
like bridge the gap between one scene and another one yes. like he keeps going he's like whoa that's how you get from here to here mm. like it's really amusing to see that's cool it's like this is not like i think like to watch her because she like likes what she calls yoda in the big bed which is hilarious oh. the, <laughs> I, Yoda's big bed. yes um and so like we've done that one for a, that scene for a long time because she likes yoda and it's calm and slow and whatever sure. else and Yoda go she's he's taking a nap and so um so to like watch her now see like they're on Tatooine mm. and then Luke goes to see Yoda. She's like, Oh, that's what he was doing right before then. Yeah. Was, yeah. Yeah. Was, was saving Han out of the big box. And I'm like, he was, yeah, that's cool. So, that's really fun because we as adults also do that. Sure. Cause isn't that just like, that's basically the same experience we had watching rogue one. That's what they were doing right before yes. a, a new hope. That's it's exactly like, what we were. Feeling. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Like, look, he's handing the tape. Oh my god! Oh my god! Vader came out. Oh my god! Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's that's what they were doing. They made a whole episode. They made a whole show about Kenobi. That's what he was doing. In yeah, between. yeah, exactly. Like, so it's fun to see like a two year old have that exact same feeling, but mm. just like based in the same movie. Yeah. yeah, yeah, right. It's like each movie is kind of a different episodes, <laughs> the way you've broken it up for her, and so it is like, oh, that's what happened. Okay, I see how these two episodes connect, or or issues of a comic book, if you will. Yeah, um, exactly. Yeah, yep, yep. And so, and there's so much like there's still so much of Star Wars oh, yeah. she has not seen. It's wild. Like she's read most of the books. Like she even kind of knows what happens, but she like the Emperor's scary. Yeah. So, the basically the the third act of Return of the Jedi is off the Out. table. Yeah, it's not, not happening. Like it will not happen. Right now, but you so you already have watched <clears throat> episodes four and five with her, right? Uh, I've watched. Or so, I mean, in, in bits I've, and pieces. That is, I've been bits and pieces. Yeah, because yeah. she yeah. has seen the the uh, I am your father reveal. Yes, yes, it's a, it is a favorite from the graphic novel and and the um. Uh, and from the movie, um, mm-hmm. so like your destiny lies with me, Skywalker. Obi Wan knew this to be true, you know. Yeah, all the time. I feel like Michael Dorn when I do, <laughs> uh, when I do Vader because like he, Michael Dorn when he played Worf on Star Trek, like like not accidentally, but over the years of just lowering his voice register, lowered his voice register permanently. He yes. says voice is deeper. And I feel like I'm doing that well like, <laughs> for the amount of times that I have to read Darth Vader. It's like really hard. You could feel it in your chest. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I thought like that would be scary mm-hmm. and it's not. It's exciting to her. Nice. I skipped the hand loss a bunch when we would. I was like, I don't need to. Do, but yeah, yeah. But it happens so fast. She doesn't even really register what's happening. Mm, okay. So, because I tried it once, I was like, "Well, we'll see what happens." If I scar, I scar. You know, but, <laughs> like, you know, kids are resilient. Yeah. yeah, exactly. But yeah, no, I don't. She doesn't register what's happening. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, so, but she does get frightened of it at one point. Doesn't want to stop. But when Luke gets sucked out of the window oh, in sure. the reactor room, and he's looking for Vader down the hallway, and you know, and Vader's holding his breath so he doesn't hear Luke doesn't hear him breathing, and he tries it like. The first couple of times she jumped a little bit when mm-hmm. Vader came out. And I was like, that's what's supposed to happen. That's like, I don't remember jumping the first time that ever happened, but it's so it's like so exciting to be like, 
how engaging is this fight because it, it really is it's like it's really good um and uh yeah she definitely gets that darth vader is his father yeah it's yeah. very like she like that's you know you know that's that's good um spoilers for star wars um and uh <laughs> she gets that and like she's like getting that darth vader has another name because that's like challenging concept for a two-year-old that you can call something one thing and call it another thing and it's still the same thing um so uh so for her to like get to that point has been has been fascinating um that's yeah. very interesting yep yeah mm -hmm. yeah that so so when you were watching that forces of destiny episode with anakin does she get that that's he's going to be darth vader one day i've said it like I say, like I'll like make the connection. I'll be like, "That's Anakin. That's Luke's. That's Luke's dad." Uh -huh. Before we call him Darth Vader, basically. And she goes, "Okay." Like it's like there is yeah. somewhere. Sure. You know what I mean? It's like not quite there, but sure. she's she's pretty smart. So oh, yeah. Um, I just uh, you know, she'll get there. Oh yeah. Um, it's really not the age that I expected her to learn that information. Sure. Truthfully, I was expecting her to be older and to like wait and turn and see her reaction to right, get right. The, the whole thing. But it's fine. I'd rather have to. I'd rather you know. You we got still the love the things that we love at age, <laughs> yeah. right? You know what I yeah. mean? Like you loved when you do, right? For sure. So I'm gonna like, yeah. So you still love him now? So I'm like, great. We will always have this. Exactly. It was wonderful. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's really cool. So, you're making anyway, really cool yeah. memories. You're making really, really cool memories with her. You know, things that she'll remember, things that you'll remember. Um, that's really, really cool. Yeah. So what I'm saying is the 2016 graphic novel Disney adaptation of the original trilogy is awesome for little kids. Mm -hmm. I'm just saying. Mm -hmm. Like, better than the Golden Book adaptation, actually. Nice. Um, yeah. So do recommend. I ordered the prequel one the other day. Nice. Because uh, I found it for $3. Um, wow. Nice. So, because it was a library copy, and I said, I'm going to get that. Because one day For she'll sure. be like, Anakin, I want to know more about Anakin. Be like, I'm already, I'm ahead of you. I got, I got you, it. kid. That's half of half of teaching your kids about things is just being ready for the mm -hmm. question that's coming, whether that's about food or death or Star Wars. I'm here for you. Food or death <laughs> or Star Wars. Yeah. T O K O death. <laughs> um, but. Uh, <laughs> Frank, uh, where can the people find us? Uh, you can find us at beerwithgeeks.com. Uh, you can rate and review and subscribe anywhere that podcasts are found, any any podcast app you're listening to us right now or you normally listen to. Uh, you can uh, support us uh, by leaving those ratings or reviews or by heading on over to patreon.com slash thoughtbubbleaudio and uh, drop a couple of bucks to help us keep making our shows. Wonderful. Wonderful, Frank. It was a pleasure to talk to you, as always. So until next time, cheers. cheers.